We learned yesterday about the terrible situation of Jews being held captives and the halachas regarding redeeming them. We had said that we may not redeem a captive for an exorbitant amount, something beyond that person's value. Now, what that means exactly is not so clear. How do you define someone's value in terms of ransoming them out from their captors? So there's two ways to assess it, and really when it comes down to the halakha, it's not clear, and pretty much the, the judges, the great poskim, the halakhic authorities at that time would have to give ruling on it. But there's two ways to look at a person's value. One is as a slave. If this person were to be sold on a slave block in the slave trade, what his talents, his physical abilities, his health, whatever it might be, all of those things are taken into account in terms of his work capability, how much would that person go for on the slave block? That is one way to assess a person's value. The second way to assess a person's value would be how much would he be ransomed for if he were a non-Jew? We have to look at it and assume that perhaps the non-Jews or the captors are taking advantage of the Jewish community, being that they took a yid, and we're scared that maybe they're going to continue to take advantage of our communal unity and the funds that we're able to put together on behalf of our families and everything. And therefore, we have to look at it that if they're asking any more than they would for a typical non-Jewish prisoner, then that is already considered too much. Again, we did stress that one may save himself or his wife or any, Talmud Chacham for that matter, even for an exorbitant amount. Now, even in that case, we'll see that it's not so simple even for a Talmud Chacham to be ransomed out for a lot of money. There's a famous story of a tremendous sage that ended with a terrible misfortune, the great Maharam Meirotenberg, who was held uh, captive, and the Jews put together tremendous amount of money for his release, and he himself wrote from the dungeons not to be ransomed. And uh, we're not sure if that's due to his humbleness or other reasons. He was a tremendous Kabbalist and mystic. Perhaps he had some deeper reasons, but the bottom line is he did not allow himself to be ransomed out by the Jewish world. In more recent times, we had the story of a TWA hijack where the great famed sage, the Rosh Hashiva of Chaim Berlin, Rav Yitzchak Kutner, was on that flight together with his son-in-law. And the uh, captors knew, the, the uh, terrorists knew that he was a high-ticket item. And he was actually kept separate from the rest of the Jews. They released the non-Jews from captivity, and they specifically held on to the Jews. It was part of, uh, they wanted a trade, whatever it was. The bottom line is the Jewish community of New York put together funds for Rav Yitzchok Hudner's release. And it was a huge amount of money that they put together. And Rav Yitzchok Hudner also did not allow himself to be released. Again, that could be due to his humbleness. It could be he felt that um, this would lead to the terrorists taking more such, uh, you know, big tag items, great Rosh Hashiva's leaders or whatever it is. Or perhaps there's a third reason, and that goes into the next halakha. It could be when there's a group of captives where one captive may be redeemed and the other one's not, it can give a tremendous sense of yish, depression, depression, and abandonment in those remaining. And that could endanger them, their lives itself. When one of them gets 
freed and the other ones still don't know what's going to happen to them, that in itself can be something, a traumatic experience that because could be considered life-endangering. It also could just be the midos of such a tzaddik that he didn't want these people to feel abandoned. But this brings us to the next halacha, and that is, what happens if you're able to bring about a, a person's escape? Not a ransom, but let's say you could get him out beneath the coat of darkness, tunnels, whatever it might be, and sneak him out. Is that allowed? Many places can say that, again, if he's with a group of others, you cannot do that. Because by saving one, it'll anger the terrorists, it'll anger the captors, and who knows what they will do to the others. There's a separate question, what happens if we know that there's an immediate danger to the person's life, then perhaps we could uh, enable his escape. To be continued after Shabbos, have a wonderful Shabbos, we should only hear of good news and nothing of this sort.